It's Friday and it's the Never Settle Podcast. Get ready for a good episode. We're going to talk about today how are we going to reach the world for Jesus. And it's a new commandment that Jesus gives us. He says, love one another. We're going to dive into it today. What does it mean? Why is it a new commandment? Let's get started. Get ready. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Never Settle Podcast. This is your host, Luke Merrill, and we got a great episode for you today. Today we're going to talk about Jesus' command to love one another. Let me just start by saying Jesus changed my life. I mean, I kind of knew about God. I had an idea of who he was when I was young, but once I accepted Jesus as my Savior, everything changed. I had meaning for my life. I realized that whenever I sinned and messed up, I realized that Jesus had already forgiven me, that he forgave you. He forgave the whole world, and all of our sins are on Jesus on the cross. And I can have a relationship with God knowing that I'm forgiven, that I'm set free, and that with him I have purpose and I have life. And what that does is it motivates me to love others. And I see how Jesus has changed countless lives if you would just believe that Jesus loves you. And that's what we're going to talk about today is with Jesus' new command of love one another. And let's look together in John chapter 13, starting in verse 34. Jesus says to you, his disciple, he says, a new command I give you, love one another. And what's interesting about this first part of the verse is Jesus says this is a new command. But we go back thousands of years before Christ came in the Torah and Deuteronomy. We see that Jesus, or God rather, gave a command, love the Lord your God all your heart, mind, and soul, and strength, right? There's four parts there, Um, and the second part, Jesus says, the second greatest commandment is love your neighbor as yourself, and so we kind of knew this already, Jesus. It's kind of like, Jesus, why would you say this is new? But what he does is he takes this old idea, and he makes it new, and he takes it and makes it fresh, and applicable to our world and our lives. And check this out. He says, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So the key here is to love one another like Jesus loves you. And so, when you think, when you look, listen back to when I was talking about my relationship with Jesus, my question for you becomes, how has Jesus changed your life? How has Jesus changed your life? How has Jesus changed your life? So, if I asked you that, what, what would you say? What's your testimony? What, is, what, is God, what has God done for you? What I like to ask our young people when we give an altar call or a chance to follow Jesus, I say, do you believe that Jesus loves you? Because if you experience his love, if you experience his grace, if you experience his mercy, if you know the love of Jesus, then that can motivate you to love others. And so the reason why this is new, it's twofold. One, 
it's not just this idea of love, but Jesus came down from heaven. He showed us the love of God. And we're no longer in some kind of idea. We don't have to make up rules anymore to follow Jesus because there was a lot of Pharisees. There's a lot of religious people that had all these rules of how to be holy and how to quote love. But it really wasn't love because it was just a bunch of rules. There was, there's no strings attached with Jesus' love. It's unconditional. And he showed that he loved us so much that he died on the cross for our sins. And so now we have a clear example of what it means to love one another. And the second part is not just the how, but the who. Who do we love? Well, we love everyone. But Jesus is telling his church that the world will know that you are my disciples if you love one another within the boundaries of the church, right? There's going to be people that are attracted to church people because of our love. And so how does it start? Well, there's three parts. One, we love our families. If we see that we are honoring God, in our marriages, in our, with our relationships with our children, and the whole family, then, we, then, then that's the first part, right? We have to get that down. And that's really hard. So we have to make sure we are loving to our spouses, loving to our kids. And the second part, once we get that, then we kind of have these communities. We do have neighbors. We have, we have unsaved people around us that are looking to Christians and saying, are you authentic? Are you living out this faith. And and what is your definition of love? You know, why, why should I follow God? And he says he's love, but I don't know. I, he doesn't love me, I don't think. But it's uh, he, they'll know that you love, you'll love them by the way you treat them. And, and if you demonstrate the love of Christ to the people around you. And so it also goes out to the community. And lastly, it's also within the confines of church. How are you How's your church? How how is your church doing with things like unity, with reaching the community? And how are you doing loving one another? Because by that, the world will say, wow, there's really something about this church. And I'm just going to encourage you today to think about how has Jesus impacted you and how are you doing loving the people around you? Starting with your family, your community, your church, and within your church. You know, how is your church doing? Is it unified? Are you loving one another? Are you reaching the community? And I encourage you to think about these things because the world needs an authentic church now more than ever. We need a church that's going to say, you know what? We're going to love one another so that we can reach people and we can have authentic love and the love of God reaching out to other people. And so with that in mind, here's the last thing I'm going to end on. I'm just going to tell you a quick story. When I was dating Hannah, we were in love and and it was just so magical in a sense. It was just so, uh, so many things were going on. And, and after a while, Hannah asked me, well, Luke, why do you love me? You know, or she was questioning or she was just trying to understand it. And, you know, I was thinking, and I don't know if I answered it just right after that, but I remember telling her, Hannah, when I think about how much Jesus loves me, when I think about how much Jesus loves me, I can't help but love you that much. So with that, I just want to encourage you to think about how much Jesus loves you. Then go out and love, really love, the church, your family, and the people around you.
thank you for listening to the Never Settle podcast. Before you go, let me give you the commission for the Never Settle podcast. I will never settle less than the best that God has for me. I will love openly and genuinely. I will be vulnerable and embrace my imperfections. I will live in God's grace, knowing there is where true life is found. I will live passionately, not allowing my fears to stop my ambition. I will love God, love others, and love life today and every day. Have an awesome day, friend.